Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, blessed and free family, wherever you may be listening in from. I've got a word from the Lord. You know, I I promise to be a hundred percent bringing the word of God as he wants us to, to hear it. Not not as we think it should be said. Sometimes sometimes when we hear the word, sometimes we can we can go amen or ouch because it because it because it concerns us as well. Because I I saw this ver this verses that came on um word for today this week. And when I looked at it, when I looked at it, I was thinking to myself, ouch. But I I didn't I didn't really think about it any other any other way. I just left it there. But I'm gonna bring it forth and I'm gonna say what God wants us what God wants us to hear in this time. Because what I found really, we are the problem as Christians, really. It's not the world that's a problem. It's us. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you, to you today and we ask you to let your word come forth as you want the, your people to hear because you love us more than we love ourselves and you don't want us to be hypocrites. So Father God, let your living word come from my mouth, Father God, as I speak what you have placed in my heart, that everything that we should know and do will be done in Jesus' name. So I'm going to be reading from, um, it's a, it's a C, CBS Virgin Christian Standard Bible. And it's it's um, Matthew seven, from ver- verse one to ver- to verse um, to six, and it says, "Do not judge, so that you won't be judged. For you will be judged by the same standard with which you judge others, and you will be measured by the same measure you use. Why do you look at the splinter in your brother's eye, but don't notice the beam of wood in your own eye?" Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the splinter out of your eye and look, there's a beam of wood in your eye. Hypocrite, hypocrite, take first take the beam of wood out of your eye and then you will clearly see, you will clearly, you, you will see, sorry, you'll see clearly to take the splinter out of your brother's eye. Don't give what is holy to dogs or toss your pearls before pigs for they will trample them under the, under their their feet and feet and turn to tear you to pieces that's the word of the lord amen and what what i was thinking what i was thinking there's a thought this morning because um i don't know if anybody knows dmx um that rapper from america i think it was his funeral it was his it was his it was his funeral yesterday yesterday and my daughter was watching it. My daughter was watching it on the TV because he he he's been he's been around for a long time. He's fifty. He's fifty, and I think he gave his he he gave his life he gave his life to the Lord. Uh, I, I don't know exactly when, but it seems as if to say, it it seems as it seems as if to say, it seems as if to say he, he was struggling he was struggling with drug with drug with, with drug issues with drug issues. And um, he, he he um, I think he he, but he went back to, you know, somebody spoke about his life, and they were saying, he, they were saying he had he had a, he had a, um, a, like a, a sad upbringing because I think he I think he said I think um somebody supposed to have said that 
his mother brought him to a children's home and didn't tell him and left him there and didn't tell him that she was taking him there. There was someone who were considered his mentor that was older than him and who gave him, um, who, who mixed a, a spliff with crack cocaine in it to give him to smoke. And I think his addiction came from there. And when you look at it, he was struggling. He was struggling. He found Christ, but because of the issues and the things that he, he had been through and he was going through, he, he, he couldn't really live out his Christian life as he would have wanted to. But when I was reading some of the content in in YouTube about because the, the service was shown on there, somebody was saying that from when he had his concert, he always prayed for people at this concert and he never he wasn't it was never a shame to call upon the name of Jesus. And when you hear people on there giving him greetings, there's people that saying that um, the God, the man upstairs is looking down and they're talking about praying to ancestors and all that. And I said some, and I said when they said praying to ancestors, I said no, that's not something we can do. And my daughter said to me that they don't really know God, they don't really know God as 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 well as they should, and that's they're just talking from the level of what they know, and it stopped me in my track. And it gave me a thought and a word to say, we as Christians criticize people that are struggling because we say they're not, they're not at this standard. They're not at that standard. We don't care for the people. Come on, come on, come on. Be truthful. We don't care. I'm not saying that all because we have to be careful. Some of us, don't, we don't care from the people that, that are living, that they'll say, in the ghetto, in the hood. We don't care for the ones that are selling drugs, that are taking drugs, that are homeless, and all of that, that God expects us to care for. And that's why we become that. We become, we, we become hypocrites because we're, all, because we're always looking. We're always looking at the issues that they have, at the words that they say to say that they're not good enough for the kingdom. While we who say that we are, we think that if we can dress up on a Saturday or on a Sunday to go to church, we think that we're godly and everybody else is rubbish. And that's where we're wrong. Because when I heard, his, when I heard some of his music that, and, and what he was saying, you could feel the spirit in it. It wasn't probably gospel, but you could feel him in, in it. And I think that some of the times, if we would, if we would just go that mile further, and to, not to just go on, not to just go on marches when they say, "Oh, Black Lives Matter," and then we don't even look into the agenda of Black Lives Matter, and it's against families and against the things that God believes that God believes, and we don't go to the neighborhood to let people know that we love we love them and care for them and try to bring peace in, into the neighborhood. We have to we have to be careful. We have to be careful. I remember listening to I remember listening to this where um, somebody was talking about the ch a church that goes out in the community and they pray, they pray, and they said one one evening they were out there and this young man came and was asking for someone from that church for the church, and he, he was giving them a message to say tell tell her that, G that he's fixed me because he said he said that. He was. He saw the church and the people on the corner praying, and he went down. To, I think he was high on drugs or something, and he went down to there. And there was a lady that just up. I think she just said. She just said to him, "Lord, fix him," and he he came back to testify that God had fixed him, and now 
he's off drugs and he's working in a rehabilitation center trying to help other people to come off drugs. If we have the compassion of Christ, the world wouldn't be in the condition that it is, that's in today. And we think that we're better than people and we've got more sin under our bed than anybody else. God wants us to fix up. God wants us to fix up. It was years ago, 2009, he told me that. That my ministry is supposed to be for Generation X. He said it's the homeless, the mental ill, the single parent, the gang, the, the young people in gangs. And there's people, he said, there's people in this earth that nobody cares about or nobody sees. But he cares about. God God cares about them more than he cares about us who, is, who we're going to say that we're all right. So we don't need a physician. He said that if you're not sick, you don't need a physician. But we, but, but we leave those out there who are sick who are crying out for help and we judge them. We break them down with our mouth and what we think. But on what we think, our, our standard is better than this. Our this is better than that. And all they want is just somebody to touch them and say to them, even though you're going through this today, God will fix you. Tomorrow it's going to be different. My, my spiritual walk with God is going to be different. Because when my daughter said that to me, they don't, they don't really know God in that way. And I see myself as someone who's supposed to tell them who God really is and who God loves them. Not to have my nose up in the air when I'm passing by. Oh, they don't live in this location. I, I don't live in that location. We have to trust God and be the light and the salt that he wants us to be. What, why did he say, let your light shine? Why does he say that we're the salt? Because he knows that the world needs flavor and it needs a heavenly flavor. And we need to do that by living right. Not judging, not judging, but taking, taking the beam out of our own eye. Because the world is in trouble. The world needs help and we are supposed to be there to help them. You know, with sometimes we're busy watching, oh, this is what the world's doing. The world will do what the world will do, but the church shouldn't be doing what the world what the world is doing. And that's a problem because if the church was really thinking as a church and not as a world, it would be in a bit in a better condition. The world wouldn't the church wouldn't be shut down and their light will be shining. Nobody calls the church to the table because the church the church are having same sex marriages and that's in that's and that's in the Christian setting. That's in the, the pastors are getting married in, to their partners in front of the church and there's there, there's people in the pew sitting down saying that they're Christians and then they've got the nerve to talk about the world. We need to fix up because we're in trouble and God wants us to to do better he says who knows better is supposed to do better he said to paul and when you have got over your denial issues and everything else feed my sheep and the word is saying feed his sheep and he says each and every one of us are supposed to feed his sheep because he's given us all the authority the curtain is ripped it's not about it's just a pastor's job it's just about this job it's about everybody that loves christ to be the love of christ in somebody's life today so if you're if you know someone that's really when you see someone and you say ah oh, they're taking drugs are oh, they selling drugs don't look down on them just show them love love is the key that opens every door father god in the name of jesus we thank you today for giving us your living word and for helping us to see that you don't want us to be judges of the world you want us to love the world and to bring them into the kingdom because you say that those who know better are supposed to be able to help you said that we, we have to pull them out we have, to, we have to pull them out that we can walk by your grace and your mercy to be all that we are called to be. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed day each and every one.
we are light and we are salt and we are that for a purpose. God didn't have to call us, say salt and light. There's a purpose. God bless. God salt preserves, light shines. Have a blessed day.